0: Welcome to the Three Lions podcast. My name is Russell Osborne and this is an independent England football supporters podcast. Thank you very much for all the feedback on the recent episode. That was the one where I sat down with former England head chef Tim Diath, where he spoke with me about feeding the England players. That's still available at ThreeLionsPodcast.com and plenty of other podcast platforms. Now, I was going to put out a podcast that combined the She Believes Cup with the current situation and and the Nations League, but have decided that perhaps they should be separate and give them both the respect they deserve. So this one, I'm going to try and explain what we currently know with regards to England games and where we stand. Now, obviously, there's a lot of speculation around football at the moment with the coronavirus which the World Health Organisation has now deemed to be a pandemic. It's a very fluid situation and highly likely that the situation will change very soon. And we all know that Italy has been unfortunately hit very hard. I'm recording this on Friday the 13th of March, on a day where quite a lot of things have happened. Let's start with the Nations League. Now, before the draw was made, I ran a highly conclusive poll on Twitter at Three Lions podcast, asking who would supporters most like to be drawn against from the nations available. The results were Belgium, Bosnia and Herzegovina and Iceland. And the nations that people didn't want to be drawn with were France, Ukraine and Croatia. Now, that draw was held in Amsterdam Tuesday, the 2nd of March. Gareth Southgate was in attendance, as were plenty of national managers. Although Steve Clark, the Scotland manager, wasn't present, as the Scottish FA decided it wasn't essential that he travelled because of the coronavirus risk. And with Scotland due to play Israel in their playoff on March 23rd, they didn't want to risk him being there. Now, England, we were pulled from pot one in League A, which meant we couldn't draw Holders Portugal, Netherlands or Switzerland. If you remember correctly, they were all the finalists last year. Portuguese legend Luis Figo was there and he was in charge of pulling out the nations in League One. Now, eventually, he managed it after struggling to pull the balls apart. I mean, seriously, they're just empty containers that you get in a Kinder Egg, aren't they? Anyway, pot two contained Belgium, France, Spain and Italy. We were drawn with Belgium. Finally, we get to play Belgium. We get to go to Belgium. We last played them 14th of July, 2018, uh, the World Cup third or fourth place where we lost by two goals to nil. Going back in time, we've actually played Belgium 23 times. We've won 15, drawn five and lost three, of which two of those were in fact in that 2018 World Cup. Pot three contained Bosnia and Herzegovina, Ukraine, Denmark and Sweden. We were drawn with Denmark, who we last played the 5th of March 2014 in a Wembley friendly. Daniel Sturridge got the only goal there in a 1-0 win. Now, of course, we are due to play Denmark later on this month. But more on that later. At the history of Denmark, we played them 19, won 12, drawn four. And like Belgium, we've lost to them only three times. Now, Pot 4 contained Croatia, Poland, Germany and Iceland. Basically, the reprived, relegated nations. We were drawn with one of the most fancied nations that everyone wanted to go. Iceland. Of course, we last played them in June 2016. Yep, Euro 2016, that game. History-wise, though, we've actually played Iceland only three times. First time back in 1982... Where we drew 1 1. We then beat them 6 1 2004 in a England summer friendly, Iceland, England and Japan. And we've drawn once, lost once with them. Now, shortly after the draw was announced, the fixtures were made and we all took to Skyscanner and the like, trying to find the best ways around Scandinavia and Belgium. The fixtures are as follows. Well, we've been dealt a pricey doubleheader to start with. Iceland away on Saturday the 5th of September, quickly followed by Denmark away on Tuesday the 8th. Whilst it's not confirmed, I think it's safe to say they'll be in Reykjavik and Copenhagen. Then in October, we have Belgium at home Friday the 9th of October and Denmark at home Monday the 12th. Then a quick hop across the channel to Belgium Thursday the 12th of November. Likely to be Brussels before finishing at home to Iceland Sunday the 15th of November. Other tasty matchups include Germany Spain in League One's Group A. Northern Ireland are in with Austria, Norway and Romania. Scotland have trips to the Czech Republic, Slovakia and Israel, who they face in their Euro 2020 playoff. And Wales and the Republic of Ireland are paired together with Finland and Bulgaria. The big group, however, is League D, Group 2, where Gibraltar, Liechtenstein and San Marino will fight it out. Now, there's been a lot of debate over the status of the summer's European Championships and the coronavirus recently. And a lot of media have mentioned that the tournament will be delayed a year, which will obviously have a knock-on effect to the Nations League. I really don't know how this is going to pan out. But as I say, recording this on the 13th of March. And with the Premier League being postponed today until the 3rd of April, with various players, staff and managers being diagnosed with coronavirus or COVID-19-like symptoms. The forthcoming international break followed suit, with Denmark and Italy being postponed. With a statement by the FA saying, with respect to the senior men's fixtures against Italy and Denmark at Wembley Stadium, refunds will be processed to all ticket buyers within 14 working days. Denmark, as of the 11th of March, actually became the second country behind Italy to lock down. And ironically, both are our opponents in the international break. In fact, the Danish Football Association put out a statement saying that they are in talks with UEFA to cancel all upcoming international matches and other matches. And that would be the match for them versus the Faroe Islands and the friendly versus England. Now, the German Football Association, the DFB, have said that their friendly with Italy in Nuremberg on March 31st will go ahead behind closed doors. I say I don't really want to come across as scaremongering. Just trying to put out all the facts that I know out there. Not going for the uh, the fake news. Uh, just trying to uh, just trying to put my educated opinion across. And I guess as well, it was also highly unlikely that the FA would want a meet-up at St George's Park. I mean, it wouldn't just be England's senior players from around the country. Of course, Jadon Sancho would have been flying in from Germany. And it wouldn't just be the senior players there, as the under-21s and the under-20s have all got games coming up. The under-21s scheduled to play are against Andorra and Turkey on the 26th and 30th. And the under-20s due to play at Poland... On the 26th, and at home to Germany on the 30th. So all those players coming together, all different managers, or different physios, or different kitmen and dieticians, all coming from across the country, meeting at St George's Park, which I guess is another thing that really didn't want to be happening. So in light of the Premier League being postponed until the 3rd of April, the same thing happened in Scotland, which meant that their scheduled playoff against Israel will also be postponed. Uh, There was talk of Slovakia against the Republic of Ireland being behind closed doors. Uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina had requested their game with Northern Ireland to be postponed. And should Euro 2020 be postponed, which frankly I think is likely to happen, if they do think about postponing it, when are they likely to host it again? 2021 is being banded about as being the next time they can host it. This will be the same year as the Women's European Championships, which is due to be held here in England. And the Premier League finally gave in and postponed their football, following in the path of the likes of Serie A, which also has been shelved until the 3rd of April. La Liga in Spain and France's Ligue 1 are uh, also to be delayed. UEFA tournaments, Champions League and Europa League have been affected too. They have been suspended until further notice. Other sporting events, Six Nations Rugby, the Formula One has also gone by the wayside. Now UEFA did actually put out a statement saying that representatives from each of the 55 member associations will have a video conference on the 17th of March to determine the fate of Euro 2020. Quite why we have to wait until then, when frankly I think we all know what is going to happen. If they've decided uh, suspension of both their own tournaments, the uh, the Champions League and the Europa League, don't know why they have to wait until the seventeenth to decide what will happen to Euro twenty twenty. That we uh, we have to wait until then. Does leave you thinking? Would the tournament stand a better chance had it have been? solely or jointly held rather than being pan-european as per uh, Michel platini's wish possibly but more likely not Uh, every european country that is capable of hosting it is affected in some way shape or size regardless of where it is there would be an influx of people into any one country as much as i'm disappointed people's safety is paramount of course many of us Looking at the personal financial implications. Like many others, I've paid up front for €7.2020 tickets. And although the Denmark and Italy games, the FA have advised refunds will be issued, I gambled on my flight to Dublin, which was always my own risk. But flights also booked to Austria and Denmark. Thankfully, no ticket monies have been paid out for that, though. And Romania at Villa Park... Whether that will happen remains to be seen. Unlikely, I would imagine, but many will have already organised travel. It's not just supporters that will feel the hit. Companies, I guess, who have been appointed by UEFA for various reasons. Catering, security, programme printing, they're all going to be affected. Plus, I guess someone, somewhere, has a garage full of England, Croatia, Euro 2020, half and half scarves. Well, there you go. Thank you for listening. It's been an odd one. Never did I think I'd be talking about the World Health Organisation on an England podcast or the possibility of tournaments being postponed. But as I said, my own personal opinion is that the Euros will get delayed with playoff matches still to be played and some of those being delayed. Well, the knock-on effect will mean that that put teams in an unfair position. And in the grand scheme of things, as much as we all want to experience the tournament, people's health must come first. Now if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do at Three Lions Podcast, We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And as I said, we will be back very soon. We've got another episode. We'll talk about the lionesses. We've got another of our England at the European Championships. We'll continue with those. And I've also got another little idea up my sleeve, which I may need some help from you with. And also, I'd just like to say, if you yourself feel a little under the weather, Look after yourself, follow the guidelines and I wish you a speedy recovery and hopefully we'll all be back at a game together soon. Until then, cheers.